Good morning, everyone. This is Jeffy Kennedy, author of Epic Fantasy Romance. I'm here with my first cup of coffee. Mmm, delicious. Today is Tuesday, January 3rd, 2023. Um, first day back to work for many of you, I believe, at least in the U.S. The uh, holiday observance was yesterday. Ramping back up, starting a new year. We're ready to go, aren't we? Uh, yeah. Um, so I had a productive day yesterday. My work week kicked in. Um, got some good words in. Feeling a little bit more zen about where I'm going on this book. And got all of the month and year in financials completed still need to send out some stuff to contributors but um finished crunching all of my numbers and i don't know that i have new revelations from what i've talked about already over the last few days um but i'll uh recap a little bit uh various things i've been thinking about is how hard I have been pushing for the last several years. So when I got downsized in 2015, long time ago now, I decided to try to make it as a full-time writer. And that is the point at which, it was the point at which I decided I really needed to kick up my writing income if I was going to try to uh, make a living as an author. And so I shared a graph yesterday. Um, and let me see which graph it was that I shared. Oh, yeah, that was this one. Uh, showing my indie income versus my trad income. Because one thing about self-publishing is that is an income you can control. You could shoot for other kinds of income on a... Uh, traditional publishing but it's hard it's hard to get there um, a lot of moving pieces that you can't necessarily affect so I'll share another graph today where I will just show my overall book income and you will see that up until 2015 that it was fairly small um, it was increasing more or less every year, but generally um, fairly low. And beginning in 2016 is really when I kicked in uh, to adding self-publishing to my repertoire, really seriously adding self-publishing. Um, and so I, I kicked up my, I didn't really have indie income to speak of before 2016. I had a little bit from some republished titles, but I had been really focusing on my trad career. And since I had my career day job, that had made sense for me. But as I said, when you decide, okay, well, I'm going to try to make a living at this, the self-publishing income is critical. And we're so fortunate that that is an option now. 
So you'll be able to see that in 2016, I did kick it up. Um, I more than doubled my income from 2015. Um, and that's almost all indie publishing. There was some other 2017. Um, I increased it even more. Uh, there was a big piece of trad income in there. My St. Martin's advance made a big difference. But it wasn't enough. It wasn't enough money for us to, for me to support my husband and for us to maintain the lifestyle to which we've become accustomed. Uh, we could have really cut back expenses. We could have sold the house. We could have moved somewhere cheaper. I was trying to avoid doing that. So in 2021, really the end of 2020, 2020 was a, a low book income year. Um, pandemic year. I think a lot of people saw that hit. Uh, it's pretty, pretty clear on this chart. Uh, but that was when I thought, okay, I really need to, to get serious before that I had even decided because I, uh, had decided to go to romance author mastermind, Grace Straven, my bestie had talked me into going. Um, and I, um, uh, Felt like, okay, I need to figure out some stuff. I took a class on doing Facebook ads, which did not work for me. Um, the class was fine. Um, Facebook ads did not work. But I did learn some other things from Romance Author Mastermind. And I got, I don't know, um, I'm not sure how to phrase it, more focused on really upping that indie income. So you will see that... Um, from, well, from 2020 to 2021, I more than doubled my income. Uh, and, and last year and, and this year, or yeah, the last two years, uh, I have been my highest income, book income years, yeah. And I know that I should probably qualify this for people because a lot of indie authors represent their gross income without um, giving the balance of the expenses. Because there are many people who will say things like that they um, made, you know, $100,000 uh, in book sales, but they spent 90000 in ads. Um, there are really very few ad sales and there are a couple of BookBub feature deals. I haven't figured out my net, but really my expenses overall are fairly low. That's, that's, um, yeah, it, it's not like only 10% of that is my net. It's, it's much better than that. Uh, so, um, what did I do to, to change that? Uh, one of the biggest things was that I committed to creating uh, two different self-published series from the beginning. Uh, I did Bonds of Magic, starting with Dark Wizard, which I mentioned yesterday. Dark Wizard's officially now my best-selling book. Uh, and that series has, over the last couple of years, made me a very nice amount of money. It has made... Um, it's been a, I don't know, I, want to say, I don't want to say life-saving, but budget-saving amount of money. 
uh, I also did Heirs of Magic, which I tend to think of as not doing as well as Bonds of Magic. But I went to look at the exact numbers. I mean, it's true. The Heirs of Magic books, um, there are more of them than there are in Bonds of Magic. And I've made a little bit more than half as much money on that series as I have on Bonds of Magic. Uh, but, you know, so I think of it as not doing as well, but it still made a very respectable amount of money. In fact, uh, that series has made as much money as, because I'm trying not to do actual numbers, and I know that's not entirely fair, but I can't get past my grandmother telling me that we don't talk about money. Um, let me open this and look at it that way. There it is. That series has made as much as, um, yeah, well, almost as much as I made in 2020 uh, from just that series. So it's still a very respectable amount of money. So even a series that doesn't do as well as another, um, it still can have a really good income. It made a huge difference. Um, before when I was self-publishing, I had created Sorceress Moons from the beginning, but I made a few mistakes on that series. Uh, one of which being that I didn't see it through. Um, I didn't complete it for like a year. There was an, a year intervening between the last two books. So yeah, that first self-published series, I don't know. I learned a lot from doing it. Uh, and, and that's Sorcerer's Moons, which a lot of people love. A lot of people love those books. So um, that one's done respectively. Um, Heirs of Magic, I think, hasn't done as well as Bonds of Magic for a couple of different reasons. Uh, one is it is still a spinoff of the Twelve Kingdoms Uncharted Realms world. Uh, and I think having starting with Dark Wizard being totally new, uh, it just... It better. Also, Dark Wizard is in some ways a more polarizing book. Um, Longtime listeners will recall that my agent hated it, which is why we didn't take it to trad. Uh, but a lot of people love, love, love that book. Um, it's a dark world, but it's also different. Um, yeah, a lot of people just really grubbed Dark Wizard and it got a nice. Um, Launching. I also was able to get some BookBub featured deals for Dark Wizard and Bright Familiar, and that's really helped boost it. Uh, so far, Heirs of Magic, I have not been able to get those. I keep trying. We'll see if they do it someday. Uh, so I, I definitely, it was a combination, as it always is of um, serendipity and persistence, hard work. And so I'm really happy with the way that I've increased and I still want to increase more, but this year I'm going to try to do this in a bit more of a calculated way. Uh, one thing that I mentioned yesterday and that I think is really important to consider, to keep in mind is that having a robust backlist makes a huge difference. 
And I've got that robust backlist at this point. Uh, the nice thing about having a backlist is that it creates a, a steady source of income um, in an otherwise very volatile uh, income stream. Because, and many writers will talk about this, especially indie authors, especially those in KU, will talk about there being these, um, you know, like the 30-day cliff or the 60-day cliff where Amazon no longer shows their books to people. But if you are doing things, um, I don't know, I don't want to say right or correctly, if you can get it to work, uh, then your books will sell at a very steady rate without you doing anything about them. Uh, and I don't see that same kind of cliff. Yes, you get a really nice surge when you have a new release, but you can also just have this very steady flow from the backlist, which is awesome. Uh, getting these 10 books back from Karina Press and getting them earning for me again is an investment. It's been expensive, but also they will contribute to that backlist earning. And so I try to think in terms of that each book, I want it to be earning a certain amount of money per month, you know, and some of them are just, you know, these sort of older obscure things that chug along, you know, and earn me like a hundred bucks a month, but that's something, right? So one of the things that I'm looking at now is sort of balancing out my artistic sense of what I want to do, which is I want to continue um, the Bonds of Magic series. I've started the second trilogy, which is Renegades of Magic with Shadow Wizard, and I'm writing Rogue Familiar now, and they're not spiking as nicely as the first trilogy did. And I'm envisioning that this is going to be a nine book series. Uh, I think what I need to do is plan to have a first book in a brand new series out in the intervening time. Um, so I've got a couple of candidates for that because that new book in a new series really does create an entree for, uh, for readers. So we will see what Agent Sarah sees, says about the Bandits book. Um, that might be it. Uh, we'll see what she'll say about this other one, the science fantasy. Uh, so I need to balance out those things. And that's part of why I've been thinking about that. I've been, you know, balls out working, uh, to get this income up there for like the last seven years. And now I need to, I think, give myself a little bit of room to not be working all the time. Uh, or not pushing so hard. And I, I really, that's, that's kind of my goal for this year. Um, many of you who follow me also follow Bestie Grace Draven. She posted kind of a nice thing to Facebook um, on December 30th, talking about what a difficult year they've had and <laughs> how it started on the second. I, I happen to know she's got some more water breaks. <laughs> so hopefully that doesn't bode ill for the coming year. But she found a wonderful quote that she posted from Albert Camus. And 
The line is, in the midst of winter, I found there was within me an invincible summer. And that's kind of her mantra for the year. And I think that that's, I think it's wonderful. I really love it. And I think that part of it is, it's not just the, the sense of invincibility, but the sense of summer, of, of enjoying the time of warmth and bounty. And uh, I mentioned yesterday that I have the, the friend who may not emerge from this coma, Robin Perini. If any of you read her books, um, yeah, it's just, it's not, it's not fair. You know, it's life isn't fair, I guess. But, uh, and I also found out that, uh, I didn't realize another gal from our same land of enchantment romance authors group, um, that she's in hospice now. So, you know, there's a lot of this going around. Um, and I've mentioned this frequently, but people keep saying it too. And I don't know if this is like fallout from the pandemic, you know, if people delaying medical treatment or if it's coincidence, if it's time of life, but, uh, you know, I think it's, it can be very easy to get into this head down mode of, you know, pushing through and, and I needed to push through. I needed to get this stuff going if I was going to achieve what I wanted to do, which was to be the full-time writer. Um, not have to get a day job again. And I remember having several crisis points where I was like, I was seriously looking for a day job actually right before pandemic hit. And so it turns out it was just as well because I probably, you know, wouldn't have been able to do it anyway. So I'm really happy that I've mustered the energy to do these things. And now I'm going to try to find ways to give myself, um, opportunities to, to relax and enjoy things. Uh, I tried to put together my Instagram reel with, uh, the summary of 2022. I mean, I did do it. I just don't think it was very good. Uh, and I did too many pictures from the beginning of the year and I didn't get through all of them. So I probably should have done them by different themes, but I had forgotten that mom, did you remember this, that I went to Tucson last January? Um, no, you don't need to come over here. No, kitten is going to come over here. You'll probably see the tail go by if you're on video. No, you're not going to drink my water. Cat wrangling. It's funny. He stays pretty well out of range of the camera. Oh, there you can see the little ears. You want to say hi to people? Yeah. <laughs> oh, say good morning, Killian. Here he is. Oh, he's so cute. Look at that face. Look at those ears. Yes. All right. Uh, now he totally distracted me from my point. Oh, that I went to Tucson last January. Remember mom, I came and spent the weekend with you. And I think I did that in part just to have a little break, uh, to go be in the sun for a while and, um, have some time away. And, and then I forgot about doing that. Uh, as the year went on. And so this year I'm going to try to do more of that. Just take a little time for me to go and, uh, <laughs> you know, I, we stopped taking vacations, right? Part of it was because of David being sick and some of it's money. Uh, but then, and then pandemic, we got out of the habit. And so I want to try doing some of that again. And yes, I know I got to go to Kauai for a week and that was amazing. So uh, I want more of that. 
So those are my plans for the year. That's kind of how I'm going to focus on things. Um, we'll see how it goes. So uh, I hope that you all are kicking off your new year well. I hope that you are figuring out how you want to do your balance. And yeah, I will talk to you all on Thursday. You all take care. Bye-bye.